So how do you find your niche? And once you find your niche, how can you niche it down even more for maximum profits? Let's talk about it. Hello, everyone, and welcome into another edition of the Earl Hall Studio audio experience. Make sure that you do visit the website, earlhallstudio.com, where you can get an outstanding voiceover, and not just that, but also some great video to market and sell your product. Today, we're going to be talking about your niche, and it's one of the things that I see so many entrepreneurs making a mistake on in regards to who it is that they're trying to market to. And let me just say this, if you're trying to market to any and everyone, you're going to lose. What you want to make sure that you do is not throw a blanket over a certain audience you're trying to capture, but you want to make sure that you niche it down to some very specific things. Now, what do I mean by this? Well, Let's just take, for example, I'm going to talk about people that provide Facebook marketing services to people, as well as even voice actors, um, which I am one or both, I should say. Now, if you're a Facebook marketer and you've got a product to sell and you're trying to show companies how you can utilize Facebook to get them more clients. Well, here's the thing. You can do that for a whole plethora of different types of industries, different types of companies, but let's just be real. You're not an expert at any of that, or should I say all of that? You're not an expert at, but what is the thing that really drives you? What is the thing that really gives you passion? Is it helping chiropractors? Okay, well, you need to niche it down to chiropractors. And even further than that, you might want to niche it down to chiropractors in a specific area, in a specific state, in a specific region. If you are great at helping, what are they, um, auto companies or car lots get customers because you're very deep into the automotive industry and you've got a lot of knowledge in that, that's where you want to begin. You don't want to offer your services to just everyone because what's going to happen is you're going to wind up speaking to no one. Also, within the voiceover industry, man, which I love so much, it is my industry. It's where I've created my claim to fame, per se. You want to not just be a voice actor that says they can do anything and everything. Again, because you're not speaking to anyone specifically, and you can't speak to any one specific problem. And let me give you an example in my own life, what I mean by that. So my claim to fame that I've always been talking about as far as getting voiceover work has come from the e-learning market. You know, you've, you've experienced e-learning in some way, shape, or form. Whether you're sitting in a waiting room at a dentist office and you're listening to or watching on the television some things that they have to offer. Well, the person that's narrating that, that's an e-learning project. If you're, you know, sitting in a car automotive lot or something like that, you've heard this, but I think what we've mostly heard it is when you've gotten a new job, right? You get a new job and they sit you down in the break room or whatever, and they pull out, they drag out the video cart and they put in a VHS while I'm going back, right? They put in a VHS tape for you to watch about the company and what it means to work for the company. That's an e-learning project. Someone is narrating that and they're giving you information. Whole plethora of things you can do in the e-learning realm. 
One of my biggest clients has been HP, Hewlett Packard, where I did a whole, it was, oh gosh, it had to be four or five hours of training that I did uh, a voiceover for HP. So even though I say I do e-learning, the thing that I focus on is not e-learning because there could be a lot of things under that umbrella, excuse me, of e-learning. So what I focus on is tech. That's what I focus on because my background, many of you probably will never know unless I tell you, is in mechanical engineering and design. It's in computer technology. And so when I do e-learning projects, that's where I focus my energy on that, not just the niche of e-learning, but I niche it down. I don't do medical e-learning, you know, or other things that are out there. I focus in on one thing and that's how I'm able to generate the revenue that I generate Not because I'm such a great voice actor, even though I am, but because I'm able to speak directly to that client. I don't have to muddle it up and come up with things to say. I know what to say to that industry. I know how to go all in. If you are, and it doesn't matter the type of entrepreneur that you are, when you niche down what it is that you're offering to people, that is where your money is. What is the thing that really drives you? What are the things that really get you going? What do you have the most expertise at? That's what you want to focus in on. Even though I've been so successful in the e-learning industry and getting voiceover jobs, I've started focusing now since I've got one niche down, I'm branching after three years off into another niche, which I know intimately. I'm an author. I've written several books on voiceover. And I understand a process of how to get your book to market, of how to sell that book and the tips and the tricks that need to be employed in order to make successful book sales. You know how many people want to be an author? Well, you can be. But when you understand the process of actually creating a book and also selling that book, it can mean you can make pretty decent money doing that if you do it the right way. So since I've spent so much time myself understanding things like Amazon sales, understanding things like creating books through KDP and also the old create space that was out there, what I'm focusing in on now using my voiceover skills is to help authors create book trailers, to help authors create a process in order to get their books sold. It's, you know, it it is so much fun to create something, see it come to life. And then also, let's just be honest, see people buy it. That is the thing. If you call yourself an entrepreneur, if you're not making money, you're really not an entrepreneur. Uh, So many people, I think, have this connotation of entrepreneurs like they're not making money. Well, the real entrepreneurs are. The ones that understand what their niche is, the ones that know how to talk to that niche in a way that no one else knows how to talk to them because they've got a particular set of skills that they're really good at employing to make sure that they're getting their marketing messages directly to the people that need it. So whatever your skill is, whatever you are an entrepreneur at, you want to make sure that you're developing a niche. And in that niche, you're developing a tribe. Because you're able to give them the information that they want. And when you have something to sell, that tribe will buy it. Look, I hope this has been helpful for you. I want to make sure that you do visit my website, earlhallstudio.com. And if you're an author and you're looking to see how you can better sell your book, you want to check out earlhallstudio.com 
slash Cyrus Webb. C-Y-R-U-S-W-E-B-B. EarlHallStudio.com slash Cyrus Webb. And if you're an author or a publisher, you need to check that page out. I'll see you guys next time on the next episode of the Earl Hall Studio Audio Experience. You have a great day.